Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today we have a very, very important show. Uh, to say that your life or your human life depends upon it isn't really an overstatement. My guest is Naomi Wolf. She is the author of a new book called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. And uh, I have sort of, uh, <laughs> Naomi, I hope you don't mind, but I've sort of shortened this, shortened the title of the show, <laughs> changed the title <laughs> of your book to some degree. Um, I call today's show Naomi Wolf, COVID-19 is the Trojan horse in the war against humans. You like that? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> or the COVID-19 response is the tro- Trojan horse in the war yes, against humans. Yes, but yes. I get where you're going, and I'm, I'm with you. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, the people who use COVID-19, but there isn't, there isn't enough room to write all of that in the title. Mm. Let me just uh, first introduce my listeners to you. Uh, Naomi Wolf is a very prolific and best-selling author of uh, a whole range of books. Um, I'm just going to mention, I'm just going to list the titles because there are too many, to. but we're going to be talking really about the most recent book, which is called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against Humans. Um, But in the past, you may have read some of her books, certainly would have heard of some of her books. The first one is The Beauty Myth, Fire with Fire, Promiscuities, Misconceptions, The Treehouse, The End of America, Give Me Liberty, Vagina, A New Biography, Outrages, and um, let's see, Abortion, Pornography, Women in Islamic Countries, Conspiracy Theories, Defense of Julian Assange, Occupy Wall Street, Edward Snowden, Islamic State, Executions and Other Assertions, and COVID-19 Pandemic. And I'm really looking forward to talking with you because um, I don't know if you're aware, but I have, um, certainly I'm not as prolific in terms of books as you, um, but I have talked about some of these same issues, and um, it is so uh, comforting, exciting to speak with you, who also has, you know, some of the same views as I do, which uh, the kinds of views that are, that get one banned from Twitter or YouTube and so on. So why don't we start with, um, with this new book, of course, uh, of yours, and um, with the general premise, because I'll tell you, when I talk about some of these issues, the, the place where I get stuck and where you uh, are really very helpful is um, what to do about this. I'm great at talking about, you know, the mess that we're in and why, Mm. but then what? So why don't we, let's start talking about the mess that we're in first because, um, because most people don't realize uh, what is going on, you know, how serious all of this is. So why don't you take it away? I I would love to, but before I do, um, I just want to say that, you know, thank you for that kind introduction. I, just for the record, I don't recognize some of the titles that you read off. Uh, they're not my books, <laughs> um, some of them. So I just wanted to say that because there's a lot of, you know, misinformation out there. Um, yeah, I, I don't uh, know where those well, I, I, titles 
come from? Well, I think that, no, that's interesting. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I know, I think the first, I think the beginning of the list is definitely books of yours. And I think the end, the rest of it, towards the end, it's more topics that you've written about or spoken about. Yeah, but right. I mean, respectfully, I would contest anything I write about as being a conspiracy theory. You know, I know that I am called that by people who wait, want to, where, you know, wait, undermine. Where did I say? Wait a minute. I, I'm oh. I don't remember saying something about. I don't don't think I read anything about conspiracy theories. Oh, I'm maybe I'm looking over. Um. We don't have to believe it right now live, <laughs> but I, I okay. would encourage people All to. Right. No, uh, you know, I, I don't think I said at, a book. Any, I, I don't think I mentioned a book that you wrote called Conspiracy Theories. Um, but I don't. I don't write. So conspiracy I will check during. Theories. I will check during the yeah. break. But um, uh-huh. oh no, no, I'm I'm very sorry. You are correct. It's not. I, I, the first part of the book up through. Um, certainly up through uh, Outrages, those were books. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, was, they were uh, things that you have talked about and had views about and so on. So thank you for correcting mm-hmm. it. Okay, thanks so much. So moving into your question. Um, yeah, so The Bodies of Others uh, really picks up where I left off in a book I wrote um, 12 years ago called The End of America, and that was during the Bush era. Um, and I pointed out that there are 10 steps that would-be dictators always take, uh, whether they're on the left or the right, to close down democracies or crush open societies. And they always take the same 10 steps that end in the suspension of the rule of law. And the, the Bodies of Others picks up, you know, with the pandemic years, 2020 to 2022, and it really makes the case that we we are at step 10 or step 10 has already been achieved um, and that uh, a handful of bad actors on a global scale ranging from the Chinese Communist Party to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to the World Economic Forum and uh, a handful of of, uh, big tech companies really loosely aligned uh, so as to exploit the pandemic um, as cover essentially for a war against human beings and specifically a war against the West, Western values, Western culture, Western norms, Western human rights uh, laws and, and charters and constitutions, and even more specifically, a war against America and most specifically of all against our children. And that, um, you know, the subtext is that big tech particularly uh, exploited the pandemic so as to kind of reorganize civilization to benefit big tech and to suppress um, the human advantage over big tech, to suppress the things that human beings can do really well or that give human beings strength um, and autonomy uh, that big tech can't compete with yet. And just to, to end this riff, you know, if you if you understand this, you really understand a lot of, of, of things that are very mysterious otherwise. For instance, most pandemic policies really don't work, and they don't work as medicine. Um, for instance, uh, locking down, which is really something that was invented by Xi Jinping in early 2020 and had only been done restricted assembly in places like North Korea or the Warsaw Ghetto, right, or 
sections of China, um, that didn't stop the spread of COVID-19. Open states like Florida did exactly the same as closed states like California. But what locking down did was it crushed small businesses, restaurants, bars, mom and pop shops. It dissolved community. Um, it kept people from gathering to worship. It kept children from going to school. And all of those functionalities um, got transferred to digital platforms like Amazon or, you know, Microsoft Teams or EduTech, education technology, distance learning. Um, and so these, these by, by crushing human civilization, crushing small businesses, uh, crushing freedom of assembly, tech companies got to grow and, and steal profits from humans, basically, human competitors about 20 to 30% net revenue um, over the course of the two years of the pandemic. And that's just one example. Um, but another is, is China. You know, China has made no secret that it wants to be the superpower of the world by 2030. And transnational entities like the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization are, you know, are aligned with China. And, and oligarchs also see the value in dissolving the nation state uh, and suppressing human rights and human freedoms and making the whole world more like China. And so when you understand that, things like masking become clearer. Um, masking, again, doesn't do much to stop the spread of COVID, but what it does do is it suppresses uh, communication, it suppresses assembly, it, it keeps people from being able to be a strong political force together as we used to be in town halls or in schools and universities, um, and it, it drops the the, uh, the IQ of our children, which should concern you, especially uh, working in the field that you do, um, by 21 points on average, according to a Brown University study, due mm. to the restriction on... Um, on, on social stimulation and language stimulation. So that all of that kind of drastic reorienting of our, our world leaves us in a, the state we're in now where, you know, I say a war is being waged against us, like it's a new kind of war, but it's, it, it doesn't mean it's not war, um, in which we're being made weaker uh, our, our military is being made weaker through forced injections. Our borders are open. I'm the granddaughter of immigrants, so I believe in legal immigration. But, you know, the, the, the men of fighting age are pouring across the border uh, from places like Afghanistan and uh, and Ukraine. Um, and, we're you know, we've got mercenaries in Canada, uh, you know, suppressing peaceful protest, um, you know, Charter of Rights Protected Protest. We've got disrupted supply chains, um, and, and we've got horrific harms from these mandated injections that a team of um, highly credentialed researchers have been uncovering through, uh, under my oversight uh, by reading through the Pfizer documents released by court order. So this, you know, we're at, we're at war, and the goal is to, you know, crush the West, and, and they've succeeded largely. Like in Australia, that used to be a free society three years ago, a robust democracy. Um, now people are dragged off to quarantine camps and chased by men with guns if they try to escape. Um, Britain, you know, people were locked down and, and kept from leaving their homes or gathering with other people in their back gardens. Uh, and their, their reclaiming of their rights was put off month after month after month. You know, in Canada, people who are unvaccinated can't leave the country. Um, 
and and can't travel on public transportation. And, you know, there's been a similar effort to suppress our rights uh, by this administration for whom I, I voted. I'm, I'm sorry to, to say because, um, you know, the, the, the way that the Biden administration has has lied to American citizens uh, about the pandemic and about the vaccines um, and and coerced or, or intimidated or demanded that federal employees be vaccinated against their will, which is illegal, um, and that our, you know, brave men and women in uniform be vaccinated against their will, also illegal, um, is, is really a crime against, you know, against Americans. It's, it's a very serious crime against humanity, but it's specifically a crime against our country. Yes, I can't believe absolutely. I'm saying this on this channel, by the way. <laughs> sorry. Well, I'm sorry. What did you say? Oh, I said I can't believe I get to say this on this channel, but I'm, I'm glad to have that freedom of speech. <laughs> yes, one of the few. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> one of the few places. Um, yeah. Well, as, first of all, absolutely. I agree with 100, 100% with everything that you've been saying. Um, and by the way, I saw an article uh, that you wrote or that you were quoted in in regard to Biden and his uh, failing mental health. And I've been talking about that since uh, the campaign um, about wow. how he has encroaching dementia. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so, okay. So let's talk about, I mean, and, and it's, the thing is that it is, if anything, the pace is increasing of all of this, right? Yeah. Yes, certainly. You're right. I mean, even though COVID, you know, seems to be, um, uh, it seems to be decreasing, it's hard to really tell, but, um, but the pace of this plan of people to, to take over America, especially, um, that is not stopping. So why don't you tell us about who, um, uh, well, we're going to have to take a break in a minute, so maybe we shouldn't start this right now, but when we come back. Um, what I'd like you to talk about is who the people are who are in this World Economic Forum, who are in this, this group of elites, and why. I mean, one of the things that has stumped me is what world do they think they're going to live in? I mean, if, if all of this is, is ruined, and yes, of course, they're going to make money or they are making money in these various ways already, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, if the, once the world is destroyed... Uh, where are they going to live? It's, I mean, I guess on their own private islands or something. But it just—that's the part that I, I just don't get. Where, where how do they think that once everything is destroyed, um, that they're going to live in? What's the world going to be like that they're going to live in, and how how do they want that? So why don't we take a break now? When we come back, um, you can tell us all about that. My guest is okay. Naomi Wolf. She's the author of the, her latest book is The Bodies of Others. The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. 
And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Very honored to have on my show Naomi Wolf, who is the author of many books. Um, I even added some to her list. Uh, but her newest book is <laughs> The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. And before the break, um, I was starting to ask her about who, you know, she talks in the book um, about about who the people are who are sort of orchestrating this. Um, and and as I was saying before we, before the break, um, that it, it boggles my mind as to what they're going to be, how, wh- what world they think they're going to be living in once they destroy ours. Um, so why don't you tell us about that? Who who are the the biggest leaders of this? Uh, who you know who's behind this? Is that what you're asking? Yes, like you know, uh, I mean, I know it's a, it's a bunch of people, but like. Um, but could just give us some examples, you know, like Bill Gates is one of them, and um, just if you could just give give us some examples. Uh, yeah, sure. So you know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is, you know, in this rollout of tyranny from every direction. Uh, they invest in vaccines. They uh, Microsoft builds a vaccine passport. Um, they. Uh, you know, the Columbia Journalism Review uh, created um, a, a, a report showing that millions of dollars went from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to news outlets, to, uh, you know, the BBC and The Guardian and um, NPR, I believe, um, to uh, to engage in quote-unquote COVID education. Uh, and so they're and they're also aligned with the World Health Organization. They're one of the funders of the World Health Organization, um, which very recently tried to convene to, you know, create a treaty that would suspend sovereignty from 190 nations in the world if the World Health Organization declared a public health emergency or a pandemic. And it was narrowly averted, uh, thankfully, by the African nations 
who wanted not to sign away their sovereignty, um, partly because they know what it means to, you know, not have sovereignty um, or to be colonized oh, wow. or controlled, right? Um, so I mentioned that's so China. Interesting because that's so interesting. I had heard about, you know, that this was that there was this plan afoot. Um, I didn't know what happened to it, but I mean, you know, when that went by, I, I, did you see much about that in in mainstream media? Uh, no, uh, there's, there was a lot about it in like alternative conservative, you know, media and podcasts. But no, biggest like Dr. Lieberman. These are the biggest stories of our time, and the New York Times and the Washington Post are not covering any of them. We're under emergency law, you know, at a federal level. Twenty-eight states are under emergency law at a state level. Uh, you know, people are dropping dead from an, an mRNA injection that is rife with crime and murder, you know, revealed in the Pfizer documents, or manslaughter at least, on a, on a very large scale. Um, and and, and, and our, our sovereignty was about to be suspended, you know, by 12 or 13 amendments, you know, that the Biden administration proposed. No, these are huge stories, and absolutely the legacy media is ignoring them completely. It's extraordinary. I mean, that's how, that's how a lot of these things are happening. It's happening in darkness. And that's why right. people don't really, I mean, and it's hard, to be honest, it's hard to put, you know, it's hard to get one's head around all these things, the things that, that's one, one of the wonderful um, aspects of your book, that you put all these things together. But it's hard for people to really conceive of these things because it's like so um, out of what we, you know, when we grew up and expected freedom forever, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that we couldn't yes. envision any of these kinds of things. And it's happening in darkness. And, and mm-hmm. imagine that. You know, like if those, I, so I didn't know about what you just said about Africa, African countries thwarting it, which is really ironic. Um, you know, right. we think of them as yeah. primitive, right? Um, well, no. And, and, go ahead. <laughs> and, um, and it could have happened, you know, and that could have made news afterwards. We're all, you know, under this, under this law. You have to do this now. Same thing in right. New York. Um, are you living in, yes, I was, you're living, are you currently in upstate New York? Uh, yes, we do live or, in upstate New York now. Uh-huh. Um, I used to live in, like, Mayo Pack. Do, do you know, like, Mayo Pack? Uh, yes, I do. It's near Poughkeepsie, near Peekskill. Anyhow, um, I'm from New York, New York City, but um, I also live there. Um, anyhow, uh, you know, these these... Well, why I was mentioning that was because in New York, New York City, um, there was for a time, I don't know if it actually, how much it got enacted, but I know that it was a plan to put people who weren't uh, vaccinated in these kinds of camps. Did that ever, mm-hmm. did, did that anyone ever actually act on that? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> the in New York State, you know, our our very own New York State, Governor Hochul keeps extending emergency law every 30 days, which she, in our system, you know, has the authority to do in spite of members of our legislative assembly trying to get her to stop. Actually, I think a majority wants is trying to get her to stop, but in New York State, only the governor can end emergency law, which is why the number one thing we have to do is reform emergency law process yes. by state on a federal level, 
which I'm proud to say my organization, Daily Cloud, has been very um, instrumental in, uh, you know, in advocating for. We actually drafted legislation to end emergency law that a number of states have, have adopted. Um, but uh, it's, it's, you know, what can I say? I mean, <laughs> people should all be talking about this. People should all be understanding it. But it, it is indeed... Um, happening in darkness, and she really does have a regulation to hold people in quarantine, a Board of Health regulation, you know, without charge or trial if they're, quote-unquote, exposed to a blood-borne pathogen. Uh, you know, you have to get a court order to get out, um, and even then there's no guarantee, and, and she wants to do it. Like, that regulation is drafted. Um, she's trying to pass mm-hmm. it, and nothing keeps her from passing it under emergency powers. Uh, Washington State, they had a, an almost identical regulation that they were um, trying to uh, pass, and it took a giant uh, up, uprising from people we mobilized to, to defeat it. But, they, you know, they've got these laws written. You know, they, they're, they're not stopping. They want us to be like, like Australia or like uh, New Zealand, where people can be held in quarantine, you know, and... and indefinitely and that's that is not a democracy that's a tyranny and and it, it you know it, it's only us who can prevent it well um yeah so that's why it is so important for people to sort of wake up um mm-hmm. and and realize you know what uh what is afoot and what is happening in darkness as we've been saying and and uh to to speak out more um you know it's funny when you were mentioning africa that made me think about, um, have you seen Matt Walsh's What is a Woman? Uh, no, just excerpts. His video? Um, uh, no, just uh, Yeah. He, has, he made this, this great video, What is a Woman? And he interviews various people. And um, he ultimately goes to Africa. And there, after he does this hour and a half, you know, video, uh, documentary, and um, he goes to Africa, and he talks to this uh, leader of a tribe, and he elder, and he has the most, um, you know, just the easiest and the mo- and simplest and the most profound um, definition of what is a woman. And, and after Matt Walsh mm. tells him about, you know, what people say in America, he says, "Do you want to do you want to come to America?" <laughs> and the, tribe, mm-hmm. the elder says, "No, absolutely not." And all the people around, you know, are laughing and thinking that we're nuts. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but getting back to the people, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you, um, um, uh, the, um, I was doing, I was preparing to do an interview the other day about, um, about, um, you know, transgender and what's happening and how children are being pr- propaganda against transgender and all of that. And um, in the schools, and even parents, you know, what parents are doing with that, how parents are, are making kids, uh, trans, you know, making kids, thinking they're doing what's right for kids, they'd like you to believe, um, by having kids become trans when they're five years old and all of that. And, you know, I've talked a lot about um, CRT as well, and uh, it occurred to me that some of these people, like, for example, Bill Gates, um, Aren't they the same people who want, or some of the same people who want to have, who think that the world is overpopulated? 
And doesn't it uh, make sense that if they are putting horrible things, dangerous things in vaccines and also uh, having propaganda to make kids um, transition, that this is the way, you know, making kids be anything other than heterosexual, the, the sex that they're born with, that this is all, it all comes together to be a way to have less popul- less humans in the world. Um, well, I thought, uh, I thought that that was a, you know, a, a not credible hypothesis that people I knew were proposing, but I now, I now think we have to be open to the possibility, um, because so many of the harms, and, and I'm not talking about the gender stuff, I think that's separate, respectfully, but I am talking about reproduction and the next generation, because so many of the harms in the Pfizer documents and so much of how this mRNA injection works uh, harms reproduction. Um, women who are vaccinated, their menstrual, uh, their menstrual, their days of menstruation have gotten on average a day longer every month. That's on average. That means some women are probably like, you know, eight or nine or 10 days um, of, of bleeding every month uh, and some women less. Um, but that's a huge, you know, you don't have to be a, a scientist to know that a healthy pregnancy and a healthy baby starts with a healthy menstrual cycle, you know, a healthy ovulation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned, mm-hmm. or I should have mentioned that the spike protein and the lipid nanoparticles lodge in the ovaries. Um, a Japanese study has found this and the Pfizer documents show that they knew that. Uh, and it also lodges, as I may have mentioned, in the spleen and lymph nodes and liver. But, you know, if you're a woman and you've got these foreign substances in your ovaries, that is going to disrupt implantation. It's going to disrupt, you know, healthy fetal development. Um, these lipid nanoparticles, which are hard fatty casings, they traverse the placenta. So they're getting into the fetal environment. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned the baby die-off that people are finding in, in various countries. Uh, there are, of the 270 women who got pregnant in the Pfizer documents, even though pregnant women were excluded from the trials, um, 236 of the records vanished. And of the 36 women who brought babies to term who were vaccinated, 28 of the babies died. So, there, yeah, there is an attack on successful reproduction. Whether it's intentional or not, when it started, we can't know. But if something's killing babies and poisoning breast milk, you stop it as soon as you find out, right? But they didn't stop it. They kept going and kept going. And now they're trying to go after little babies and and small children. Um, And and they're not stopping pregnant women from being injected or women from being injected, right, who have to give birth. The other thing that, that the Pfizer documents show is that Pfizer defined exposure to the vaccines as including uh, sexual contact, especially at the time of contraception, and lactation, breastfeeding, and inhalation and skin contact. That's their definition. So there's something in how these vaccines are transmitted that you don't even need to be injected. You can be exposed to it through mm. having sex with someone vaccinated or, you know, mm. or breastfeeding. And um, that I, I also read as an attack on the next generation. So... Something really bad is happening to the human race. I think the 
the parameters are not clear yet. It, it's going to take a lot more investigation about why. But I have to face the fact that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has been focused on uh, contra, you know, contraception um, for a long time. And they've developed a bunch of approaches to uh, limiting population growth don't necessarily involve women's active consent. Um, you know, one of their studies is about the changing the vaginal microbiome so that, you know, conception mm-hmm. is less likely. And they, there's a horrible new documentary out, which I haven't seen yet, but I've seen clips of it, about a rollout they did of a tetanus shot in Africa that rendered a bunch of African women uh, sterile. Um, so it's not the mm-hmm. first time they've, they've, they've damaged women's fertility. I don't yet know if limiting population is the goal of this, which would be pretty monstrous. Um, but I, I do know that these people have done monstrous things in the past to women. So, okay. And, and I think there are others in this, in this World Economic Forum and, and uh, the elites, the global elites and so on, in addition to Gates, who um, have spoken about or, or think that we are overpopulated, want to curb uh, overpopulation. But so what, like, what would be the end? I mean, why would they, why would they want to do this? Is this uh, part of the, why would they want the to, whole I mean, uh, I, climate, you know, cl- you know climate yeah. can, um I'm sorry, what? No, no, I, I just was kind of sighing because it's such a painful question. Um, well, as a, you know, as a journalist, I try, I try not to speculate, but I think we, we have to in order to be, you know, really in order to survive right now. Um, right. If you, all right, so my husband, Brian O'Shea, is a, uh, a, a, a private investigator, and he spent 12 years in military intelligence and then subsequently in the intelligence community. And he knows a lot about geopolitics, and he's a big source of my understanding. <laughs> he's also presenting, uh-huh. you know, primary source documents to me, um, not classified, of course, in the public domain, of the threat that China poses and, and China's approach. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. the role of China at all until he started to show me these materials at the start of the pandemic. So China uh-huh. doesn't have enough food and China doesn't have enough uh, arable land. And so Bill Gates, um, I am now persuaded, is a cat's paw for China and the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. Gates has been buying up all, you know, he's the majority holder of farmland in America. And um, shell companies linked to China are also buying up water supplies, lakes, and you know water resources in America. Wow! So the, wow! You know, one one hypothesis that you know Brian has shared with me that I'm finding chillingly possible is that China wants America, but it doesn't want the American population. Huh. So that that's makes sense. a hypothetical. Uh, the, but well, the other yes. thing, too, I should share is that my own research, God, it's such a depressing conversation, my own research has found that um, Pfizer and BioNTech, which are described as these, you know, cozy German companies, they're, they're not. Um, they're German-Chinese companies. 
And mm. BioNTech is the subsidiary of, of Pfizer that Pfizer bought in t- early 2020, in January 2020, or created a, an MOU with a memorandum of understanding to manufacture the mRNA vaccines. Well, the SE not only is BioNTech partnered with Fosun Pharmaceuticals out of Shanghai, which is run by a senior person in the Chinese Communist Party, but in addition, the SEC filings, this is my reporting, and I do think it's important, the SEC filings of BioNTech show that one of the landmarks they achieved was 100% tech transfer to China at the end of 2021. I'm going to say that again. Hmm. BioNTech, which makes the mRNA vaccines that are being injected in all of us, and they, they want to inject in our kids, the, the tech of that, and that could mean the formula, it could mean the manufacturing process, um, it could be the manufacturing uh, infrastructure, um, it, all of it is transferred to China. It doesn't say a person in China or a company in China. It says China, the country. Mm. So that means now mm. in 2022, China is in charge of these vaccines of the tech of the vaccine. Again, it's preliminary research. I don't know exactly what that means, but oh, it means well. that our adversaries, our adversaries have access to our kids and our, our bodies in some way oh. that is fundamental. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Well, we, uh, <laughs> we need to take a break um, now. Um, but, well, of course, when we come back, we'll, we'll continue with that. That's, you know, yes, very chilling. All right. My guest is Naomi Wolf. This is such important stuff that she's talking about uh, that you are not going to hear in mainstream media. So let me quickly say, uh, this is Dr. Carol's Couch. Please stay tuned. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Streaming live. 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking today about, uh, well, with Naomi Wolf, who's written this really, probably, I think, Naomi, you would say, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but... um, you perhaps you would say that this your your latest book is the most important of i mean it builds on your other many of your other books and bodies of work but uh the current book is called the bodies of others the new authoritarians covid-19 and the war against the human and um this is you know we are as we were talking during the break this is this is more of a a monumental battle i mean it's 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 hard to the enemy, um, it's almost like hidden enemies. I mean, they're, we know who they are, but, but see, this is the thing that, um, one of the things that's really hard is that, as an example, the schools, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, because of COVID, the one silver lining to COVID is um, that because kids were home, I mean, of course, it was terrible that kids were home in lockdowns and, and uh, they weren't in school and they weren't, you know, getting the socialization and the education and all of that. But the one little um, silver lining is that it got parents to see some of the things that they're learning. And, mm. um, and you know, it's, it's sort of the... And, and, and so it got, it got people to wake up, but these things have been going on for a really long time, mm-hmm. you know, the things mm-hmm. that kids have are, are learning now, we're so shocked, you know, um, but really it has been insidious. The people who are teaching these things in the schools, and I'm not saying that all teachers are bad. Most teachers went, became teachers because they like kids and they want to help kids and mm-hmm. educate kids and all of that, but mm-hmm. um, there has become an element that has gotten into schools that is teaching uh, these really dangerous um lessons. And um, so that got parents to kind of wake up to some of this, and we're seeing some, you know, impact on school boards and so on. Of course, they're mm-hmm. being called domestic terrorists by Biden and friends. But, um, but um, so, and I, so I feel like that is what is going, has been going on. And I think you would agree, because I, I, that's kind of what you talk about, um, about how we're kind of waking up a little late with, with COVID and with this these other, the other more, the plans underneath COVID, using COVID to be, as I said, the Trojan horse, you know, using COVID, the excuses for lockdowns and all of that uh, for, to become, um, to live in, to change America into an authoritarian society and to, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and we're kind of, wait, we're kind of coming to the party a little late. That's part of the problem, a big part of the problem. So what do you suggest? that we do to um, try to turn this around? Yeah. um, Well, the first important thing is to assemble again, uh, to gather and to refuse to be separated. Uh, It's very powerful uh, when people are gathered in a town hall or in a restaurant or, you know, a potluck with your neighbors in your home. Um, There's a reason we were encouraged to fear being close to each other, and when people gather in their own communities, uh, they they come up with solutions. 
Um, so that's number one. Number two is we need to assume that it's going to get worse before it gets better, and it's up to us. Uh, and our founders kind of prepared us for days like this, times like this. So that means get together with your neighbors, know where your food is coming from, make friends with a farmer, you know, imagine that tomorrow there's no more shipments going to supermarkets. What will you do? Uh, imagine mm-hmm. tomorrow, you know, I, I tell people to print their bank records and their, you know, records of their assets because, you know, I, I expect cyber attacks heading up to midterms, power outages, um, have a generator. I personally have, have completely reassessed the Second Amendment, and I think it's very important. I think it's one of the few things keeping us from going down like Australia, uh, that we have the right to bear arms. I'm the daughter of hippies, so this is like a big mm-hmm. evolution for me. But I'm learning marksmanship. You know, I, I bought a 22, and I, I do think we have to you know, be ready to peaceful, you know, be peaceful, of course, but if there are mercenaries landing on our soil or suspending our sovereignty, we do need to be able to defend our homes and our families um, and deter mm-hmm. them or just tire them out, which is something else I learned about warfare from my former soldier husband. Um, what else? I think that we have to reconstruct all of our institutions, unfortunately, because they've all been corrupted. So, you know, we at Daily Cloud are, are, are doing that. Like we're helping um, Raymet Senum, who's a, a candidate for governor in California, start a movement of all freedom-loving people, a political action committee and a, and a mass movement, not left, not right, but, you know, devoted to, you know, protecting and defending the Constitution at the state level and at the federal level with legislation and voting, um, rolling back emergency law. We have to uh, stop getting our news from corrupted outlets and, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, turn your back on Facebook and Twitter um, that are there to surveil and track you and lie to you. They've lost their mm-hmm. credibility. There are a lot of new independent platforms like uh, Getter um, and Rumble and so on, and they have their pluses and minuses. But, you know, you have to really turn your back on big tech. Um, do, you know, I, I talk about re-embracing the analog humane world and products like uh, books, physical books, um, notebooks, which can't be hacked or tracked or surveilled, in-person meetings, physical office spaces, um, in-person school, uh, in-person worship. All of these things are miracles of technology because they can't be tracked or hacked or surveilled. Um, so we need to, you know, go back to analog spaces and, and human contact uh, and, um, and really understand um, how our laws work uh, and, and what is not a strong enough uh, structure of a, a democracy. For instance, in Europe, I think they have to wake up and understand that the EU just completely exists to drain nation states of sovereignty. Um, so they they need to fix that, right? The people of, of Europe uh-huh. need to uh-huh. reclaim, reclaim their nation states. But we also, I, I, I do feel like America is very lucky, and this is the last thing I'll say, because we do have this state system, and we can, and look at Florida or South Dakota, we can strengthen our state legislators and mm-hmm. state legislation very easily um, to protect us at a state level from appalling, you know, treason and overreach at a federal level. 
Um, so all of those things are things I would say we need to do quickly. And we need to unite well, beyond left or right just to save our uh, save our uh, republic. Yes. Um, coming to the end of our time, we sort of are at the end of our time. I do want to tell people, uh, besides uh, reminding people again about the book, um, you can go to dailyclout.io, daily, D-A-I-L-Y, clout, spelled C-L-O-U-T, dot I-O, and that is Naomi Wolf's um, website, and there are many things that you can do uh, there, to, in fact, to fight back, um, including watch, listening, reading the uh, Pfizer study and so on. There, she's recruiting people to, uh, to volunteer to, because there are so many pages just so to read about the Pfizer, um, the vaccine, and what the, some of the harmful effects are and so on, these pages that have just been released. And you can start by buying the book, which again is called The Bodies of Others, The New Authoritarians, COVID-19, and the War Against the Human. Now, if you think some of these things are far out, and I mean, we don't want to believe it, we all would like to deny this, but um, it is really true. And by starting with that book, which is really an easy read, I mean, it, it, it's it's you know it's hard. it's the easiest way to get your head around these crazy things that people evil people are planning for our world. So thank you so much, Naomi, for being a guest on the show, and thank you all for thank listening. You, You've been listening to Dr. Car- You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.